Hey guys, this is Ms. Mahawk, and uh, today I am going to talk to you about scaling. Okay, one of my favorite topics. Um, I got to do that. I'm going to talk about this from a fitness perspective because um, I know it'll help a lot of you know different uh, you know coaches and trainers out there. Um, I'll tell you my experience with what it was like going from zero clients all the way to you know handling up to seventy um, consistently and the different roadblocks you 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 come across along the way um zero to five clients is is one thing right five to ten is another ten to twenty is another it's like you deal with a whole new set of challenges every time every like five clients or so right maybe sooner but the reason for this is because there are certain deliverables right that you probably have when you take on a client and you got to think about what are all of the little things that make that up. So when for a fitness client, right, when you even take on a trial, right, it's like you take on a trial and you, you, you know, what do you got to do for this person? Okay, you got to hop on a demo call, then you got to hop on an onboarding call, and then you got to, you know, set up their assessment, and then you have to, you know, you have to do all of these different things to get them rolling, right? Um, and then you're like, okay, consistently, maybe you're a fitness coach and, and you're doing this online. Um, uh, and, and when I was doing online, the thing that we would offer is a consultation, right? That was every month, um, you know, uh, a, a customized program that was being written out for you every week and a, you know, nutrition support. So it was like, the reason I loved that, by the way, what I was doing is because it was a system, right? And when you can control all the variables in somebody's fitness, you can guarantee, you know, you can create success because you aren't, there's not four or five different people involved and they're getting nutrition advice here, but then, you know, you're killing them with their training over here and it's not aligned, right? Um, so the thing, uh, I got a little sidetracked there, but it's like the thing that you, you want to figure out is what your deliverables are. Okay. What are the tangible things you have to sit down and do? Okay. Or like uh, verbalize or talk like you need to figure out time. How much time does all of that take? And if you don't know the time, then you got to time yourself. I actually have a notes file for like three years um, that has the time of every single program that I've written uh, on there. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so I could track how fast I was and how efficient I was. Um, and I don't go and look back at it all the time, right? But it's there if I need to analyze and, and use that data. So make sure you understand what your deliverables are for one client. What, what are you offering them? The next thing that you have to consider is um, variables are the enemy of scaling, okay? So um, the more variables there are, between what you offer or your clients, the longer and slower and harder it will be to scale. Okay, what I mean by that is, okay, in what you offer, if you offer, you know, what I just said, let's say fitness coaching and, and the nutrition coaching and the lifestyle stuff all in one, okay, um, 
but you also, you know, you also want to do like a, a bunch of other things, right? Like a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, session, uh, like a, a group session. You want to, you want to make sure you get a couple clients in your, and you want to do a Facebook group and you want to get, you know, you want to sell a program there and you want to do this and that. It's like, okay, that's great. And you do want to maybe build, build that over time in your business because it, that there's a purpose for that. But it is nonetheless a variable and it will detract you from the goal of, let's say, getting to 50, 60 clients, right? Um, and so you have to stay focused and you have to minimize the variables of what you offer, first of all. Then the next thing is you have to minimize the variables of who you are working with. So this was a classic example. It's like if you're working with competitors, okay, so let's just say CrossFit athletes, and then you're also working with, uh, you know, n like like I said, parents. So let's just say parents who are busy. They they have kids. They're trying to fit working out into their schedule, and you know, then you've got a third group of people who are looking to get shredded and lose weight, and and they don't want to do a bodybuilding competition, but like they've never really worked out before, and they wanna they want to really crush it, right? Those are three different experience levels. Those are three different personalities. Those are three different goals, right? Those are three variables right then and there that are all maybe totally different, okay? So that is going to slow down your ability to deliver um, on what you have for them. And that slows down your ability to do other things, okay? Capacity to take on more clients, capacity to do marketing, to, to, to bring in more clients like so you want to think about what all of these variables are okay you got to sit down you got to write it out jot down what are all the different things that make up exactly what you do and i'm talking so small man i'm talking if you got to make a post right for when you know, um, you, you, like you got to make a post for when you sold a house or something. I'm talking to real estate agents here, right? It's like as something as little as that. It's like, oh, sold. This listing has been sold. That's a deliverable. That's a thing that's a part of your flow and a part of your process, okay? So you want to take note of that and you want to make sure you account for it when it comes to time. Now, the next thing is how do you... Now, uh, once you've minimized the variables and if you get specific and you're like, okay, I'm only working with competitors, right? Or I'm only working with just the everyday people that or the, the parents, sorry, the parents who are, um, looking to, you know, lose weight and, and fit it into their busy lives. Now what you can do is you can go deep dive and understand all the objections that come up with that person and how they think and, you know, what they want. And that is going to allow you to get more of those clients, right? You get testimonials, speaks to more of those clients, brings in more. Um, they're easier for you to work with because you've seen all the problems, right? Or you will, like, as, and this was the other thing, as I encountered problems, right? Because you encountered a lot of them, um, you know, setting expectations, uh, you know, different type, like writing a program and then tweaking it, um, you know, it took too long, uh, making it shorter. Okay, this is too intense. How do I back it down? Oh, they're, you know, make it less complicated, make it more complicated, make it fun, do all these different things. As you, <clears throat> as you learn that, it's like you want to document what's working, right? So 
as I, I used to specialize in really helping people move around their back pain because I had back pain myself and I spent years struggling with it. And so that became a really special area of mine. Now, don't get me wrong. My first like 30 clients or whatever weren't all back pain people. There were a ton of them in there, but you know, there were, there were, there were common themes between them, right? They wanted to, they wanted to, they wanted something similar out of their fitness. They were, there was a certain predictability, right, to their journey, to them being excited about starting up coaching, right, and, and all the different phases that happen uh, over that first 90 days of them kind of working with you, right? So um, I'm getting a little off track, but I basically, I'm trying to say, you want to minimize the variables as much as you can to scale, and you need systems, okay? Scaling is all about systems and organization. So... What I mean by that is that, you know, how do you create systems that are working for you even in the background, right? So what I mean by that is like, let's just say uh, a YouTube video is an example of that, okay? A YouTube video is sitting there, it's it's work, people are searching for it, it's working. Um, you know, if you're speaking into it, teaching somebody about, you know, uh, uh, about something about keto, right? It's like, okay, cool. Um, th that is happening while you might be sleeping. People are learning while you're sleeping. So that is an example of a system. Another example is, you know, uh, for, I do, you know, for our real estate clients, we do Facebook ads, right? And when I do Facebook ads, that's just one part of our system. Okay, that's that's one part of it. Creating that is just one part. There are all these little things that go into it, the targeting. Okay, then what happens when to collect the information? Okay, it sets off these different triggers, which texts, you know, my client, hey, you got a new, you know, person who who's interested. It texts me, hey, this person got a new person who's interested. It texts the person who signed up, hey, did you sign up for this? Are you interested in, you know, looking at the list of homes? And there's a follow up process, right? There's a there's a thing I have that, that you develop for every everything okay it's it's a counter move to every move that can be thrown at you okay when somebody no shows do you have a campaign for that where you can just like put them into a thing and it follows up with them it's like hey did you was it a scheduling conflict or did you change your mind what's going on like these are systems that will allow you to scale because at a certain point man you will not be able to do everything okay sales marketing fulfillment retention um if you spend all of your time in fulfillment okay which is you're you're going to be doing that a little bit um but you got to figure out how to get faster and the way to do that in your deliverables is by getting a grasp on how long it takes okay and if you can manage clients in a faster amount of time you have room to take on more clients um so and, and, and let me tell you the secret. I'll tell you what the secret really is for this, is if you want to go from zero to five, or you want to go to five to 20, or, you know, 20 to uh, and beyond, is it is getting yourself more appointments, okay? Whatever you have to do to get on the phone with people to talk a little bit about their health and fitness um, and get them to open up to you, um, that's how your business is going to grow. You need more appointments, and those appointments will turn into, oh, you know, no, I'm not ready yet, but, you know, this sounds really awesome. I'll be ready in a month. Oh, uh, yeah, this sounds awesome. Let's do it. I'm, I'm ready. You know, I might get my wife on board too. Um, or, like, 
those appointments are so important at the beginning of your business because you you almost, you you are learning so much from every single one of those calls about yourself about what you offer about how you describe you know what you how you how you communicate how uh your your potential client people you like working with people you hate working with you know um basically and, and the reason i say that is because if you master this one thing then you if you master getting appointments that's like the only thing you need to focus on in the beginning right people were oh man what program am i going to give them you know what do i say next what do i do next it's like yeah have a a general understanding of the flow of you know what you're going to do but i mean after you do that you tunnel vision in on getting more appointments and the more people you talk to the more conversations you have the faster you will grow it it really is a numbers game right um you know you want to get your sales uh down to like one in seven right it's like if you get on seven calls maybe two of them are no shows right but if you get on if you schedule seven appointments you are going to close one deal okay and this is going to be higher or lower depending on what you sell and how much it's for whatever but you want to have you know you you what does that mean then you need seven appointments in the first place, right? To close three clients, okay, now I need 21 appointments. How do I create 21 appointments? So that's what you need to do to scale is create a system to help you generate those conversations, generate those appointments. Um, whether you're doing it in a free way, whether you're doing it, you're paying somebody else to do it, it's something that's got to get done in order for your business to grow, okay? Um, there are, of course, a bunch of other things, but that is the foundation of you going from, you know, X amount of clients, like 15 clients to 20 clients, right? Um, that and obviously referrals as well, but you can't just always rely on referrals, right? Especially if you're a newer coach or agent or whatever it's like you're just getting started you need you know you you want to you want a consistent system that's of people you don't know at all so that's what i would say when it comes to scaling it's having really organized systems for every little deliverable that you have okay okay i got to give them an assessment what are five different types of assessment templates that i can build over time right so five different types of people come to me like i have five five different assessments i can give them okay um even if it's a template man even if it's a template and doesn't have crazy amount of information it makes your brain jump start way 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 faster right it makes your brain just kind of settle in it, it, it takes you I'll, g- I'll give an example specific to coaches it's like you writing the rest and reps and you know the sets in in a training program um if you write that from scratch every single day or every single week, you are burning your time and burning your money. Um, and what happens is not at all of your clients are getting a consistent dose of your creativity, right? So if that's something that's going to repeat over and over where you're writing eight to 10 reps, you're writing five sets, you're writing 90 seconds rest, then maybe you should save that version, right? So that all you got to do is maybe change the movement, all right? Or you got to adjust it. Okay, it's not eight to 10, it'll be six to eight. But to me, it's easier to look at a template or something and be like, what's wrong with this for my situation? than like, what's, oh, what's great about this? Because immediately you're like, oh, no, this doesn't make sense for Jeff. Okay, he, he needs, he needs, he needs uh, 60 seconds of rest. He likes to move a little faster. So then you, 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 your brain goes, yep, that's not right. Let's adjust this. 
and those types of adjustments for me at least was a faster system i developed that and it was kind of on the go you know it's not going to all happen you don't need to sit about sit down and think about all of this at once you kind of develop the system sometimes as you go um you know um when when that problem comes deal deal with that problem and systemize it save it how do i deal with this problem next time it comes how do i avoid this problem those are the keys to scaling all right and making a full-time living from from fitness um these principles really i think apply not just to fitness but other industries as well but if you're uh in the fitness industry you're a you're a professional i i um or an aspiring professional i hope this this helps you out um i also have a ton of other episodes on fitness related stuff at ms hq.com so make sure to check that out but um yeah, the two things I guess I just want to leave you with here is um, if you could wave the magic wand, how many clients would you ideally have? Or how many deals would you close? Or how many sales would you get? Whatever is relevant to your industry. Um, think about that, okay? And now what I want you to do is I want you to multiply it by the seven. All right, so you multiply those seven, seven appointments and look at how many appointments that comes out to, okay? Okay, it might seem like a lot of appointments, but now that gives you a very tangible goal of what to get to. And if you can if you can generate that, if you can generate 10 appointments a week, okay, 15 appointments a week, if you can fill up your calendar like that, you will close deals. And if you're not, right, if you're doing 15 calls and you're not closing a deal or it's not going anywhere, moving even to the next step, then, then that's a sales issue, right? There's something something there that we could adjust how you're talking how you're communicating what we're saying how we're getting these people like that allows you to troubleshoot right but the end of the day without those appointments nothing else in your process moves nothing else in your business moves so uh you want to get those eyeballs right eyeballs from from paid strategies free strategies instagram tiktok wherever but what's the point of that right it's to get appointments it's to get them eventually to you know get on a call so you can you know get them interested enough to get on a call and so the rest of the process can happen for you so i just want you to think about that um you know multiply your ideal number by that seven um and look at like just think about for yourself how do you get those appointments what are you doing right now what could you double down on what are strategies you heard about or interest you that you could do and and it may not happen overnight but over the next three months six months if you can get yourself there you will close more deals so um, if you have any questions on this topic make sure to hit me up misba at marketwithmiz.com i hope this was helpful for you all thank you so much for listening i'll see you next time (laughs) 